from Batangas. My mom is from Batangas and my dad is from the Quezon province. And in typical family, my, my dad was an OFW, used to be an OFW for almost 30 years. And so I began to have this inclination to, you know, be involved in business when my grandmother used to ask me, can you help me sell sitaw, you know, the, the uh, string beans that my grandfather would sell? Mm-hmm. And I felt so happy when each time from like, you know, a bundle of string beans, she would give me like 25 cents as a commission. So that really, parang like sparked sa akin, oh, that's, uh, it's, it felt so good. And so I said, parang meron ako something into selling, into convincing people. So I started off, you know, not thinking about the business and all that because to begin with, I had no capital to do that. So as a typical, you know, teenager and then went to school and then had a job. So sabi ko, there's something missing in that. But I was also in the medical field because I, you know, typical parents, they would love us to be involved in the three main, you know, um, professions na sabi nila, ito yung pinakamaganda on top of the list, the top of the list, doctor, engineer, and then um, a lawyer, di ba? Yan ang very common sa atin eh, di ba yung mindset na ganyan. So ayoko nung, yes, ayoko nung dalawa, engineer, ayoko ng math, of course, ayoko yan. Lawyer, parang hindi ako masyado sa debate. Ayoko ng mga gano'n, ng mga insulters, a lot of things. Of course, I, I really I really respect them so much. But I don't think I have that inclination towards that path. So I go, doctor na lang. But the funny thing is, I was so scared of blood. And madiriin ako na tao, parang yik, gano'n, parang ano. Pero doon ako na-draw. Na-draw na ako doon sa gano'n. So I, I am a medical lab technologist, a medtech. Medtech ako by profession talaga. I'm licensed when I was in the Philippines. And then sabi ko, I wanted to be prepared sa medical school. That was the path I was preparing for myself. And now, so I was I was actually preparing for that, that 1990, no, ang tanda ko na, 1996. And then I just upon this uh, posting in the newspaper, wala pang mga social media that time eh. Newspaper talaga, newspaper ad, no? Eh, ayoko kasi nung na, nababakante yung oras ko. Sabi, medical transcription. Wanted medical transcriptionist. Sabi ko, kaya yun. So, it really sparked something na parang naano ako, na, na, na curious ako. So, I applied. And then, sabi ko, ay, ang ganda pala. So, I dropped the idea of being a medical doctor. So, hindi na ako. So, to, to cut the story short, syempre, um, I, I was a medical transcriptionist back then. And then, we have uh, relatives here in Canada na sabi sa akin, oy, hindi man yan dito. You apply. So, I applied. So, I, I, I brought my family here. And then, so, pagdating ko dito, I was given the opportunity as well. Kasi very in demand at that time. Kasi special skill yun eh. Specialized skill, I should say. And I was given the, the contract from the States. Nandito ako sa Canada. And then, I was hired by one of the biggest hospitals here in Toronto. So, I was there for like uh, almost 12 years, I think. And then, doing an independent contract with, you know, several um, companies in the States. And then something came up. Na parang um, when my fourth child was born uh, uh, in 2012, fourth, my, by the way, I have four children. <laughs> Nagkaroon ako ng postpartum depression. Okay. And so that was the time that sabi ko, uh, I needed to leave my job because, you know, I couldn't help. But, you know, um, I couldn't function very well as a, an entrepreneur. I mean, not an entrepreneur, but a medical transcriptionist as an employee, right? And as a mom. So sabi ko, I have to start with something I know. 
So transcription is my expertise. So I started my own company back then, 2014. I had my transcription company. And, and then at, that I run until now. And so I said, there's something in this um, field that I know I can draw out from, from, from that. So now I'm distributing equipment for the transcription uh, companies as well, uh, office equipment. And then I also do... Um, of course, affiliate marketing, online marketing, because I do courses now. I created my own course to teach transcription to, to many people all over the world. So I have created four, and I'm now in the process of creating the fifth one for general transcription. Uh, and then I do, uh, one of the things that I also do now is real estate is our biggest um, business because we, we buy apartment buildings here and we rent out. And I also have a business in the Philippines, a franchise gas station and um, in the travel and tourist business. And then little things also on the side that I run because I have, uh, through the years that I've been doing some you know, business, I've put a system that when you are okay with one and then you venture with the next and the next. So it's like you delegating stuff so you can run these businesses all at the same time. But my main, 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 um, uh, business that I really am so passionate about is transcription because that's my expertise. <laughs> so trans those, those kind of stuff. But I have little things also on the side that, you know, I sell this, I sell that. I told you I love selling. I love to sell. So those are the ones wow. that I do now. That's a wonderful story you have there, Coach Anna. And uh, Definitely, no? bagay na bagay po sa inyo yung serial mommy entrepreneur na tagline because uh, as we have, uh, as we are listening with everything that you have accomplished right now, ang galing and ang dami, ang dami. So oh, it's great really that you're also into. Yeah, it's really a series of businesses talaga. <laughs> Naka, ano po talaga, wow. And at the same time, no, we're very curious din. Ang daming napagdaanan sa life. Uh, kahit Summary pa nga lang yun, parang ang dami na, jump pack na. So, uh, what is this one unforgettable lesson you have in life that you can share with us na nakatulong to to make you who you are today, that serial mommy entrepreneur? Well, um, kasi sa, sa journey natin as a human being, I would say, not being an entrepreneur first, is every day is a struggle for us, especially now. So I would say from all of those stuff, I think I would have to say that suffering from postpartum depression is my main turning point. And when we say we are uncomfortable with something, let's say, um, masakit ang paamo, right? And you're not comfortable with that. So what you do, your first course of action is to what you have to do to make it comfortable for you or to get past the pain, right? So I was just so down with my postpartum depression. I said, this, the, this has to stop. And nobody else can do that for me. Of course, God is going to help me, but I have to do my part. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I thought of ways on how can I you know, resolve this issue with myself first and I can become an effective mom and a wife and an entrepreneur at the same time. So I have to do something about it. So what I did was, what was bothering me? So I, I tried to discover what's causing this depression in the first place. 
So then as I was looking back then, I was, you know, there were bouts of crying spells and, you know, um, irritation, irritability, and the main recipient is my family. So, which is very counterintuitive. Dapat kung tutuusin, family dapat ang makinabang sa akin as who I am, the best of me, right? So I said, so I went to the, um, to Israel to have my close encounter with God. So, Lord, help me. I can't help this. So I wanted to, you really tell me what to do because I'm, I'm trapped because this is the thing. Uh, my story may be different from the rest. Or I mean, from the majority of what we hear every day now. Oh, I hate my job. I hate my boss. I have, I hate everything about my job, but mine is different. I love everything about my job. First, you know, being able to be employed with no back, uh, I mean, backer, walang, walang recommendation. For, kararating ko lang from Canada, I was employed talagang full-time agad from one of the prestigious hospitals in, in Toronto. So that's one thing, God's provision for me, a miracle. And number two, it's my expertise. Even if I was like, you know, sleeping, I can do the thing. So I'm just so comfortable with every single thing. And my employer, the salary, the benefits, every single thing is like perfect, hands down. So I was trapped between these two beautiful things. Sabi ko, Lord, ang hirap naman ng choices na binigay mo sa akin, work or family. But of course, no-brainer for me, family. But at the end of the day, we need to supplement, I need to supplement my husband's income. Cost of living here in Toronto is so high. So I had to go to Israel and had a, you know, a close encounter with God and ask him, Lord, help me. But before I was in denial, I said, Lord, I don't want to work. Probably pride then. I had to admit that, that because I was thinking like, oh, because, you know, I was part of that institution. It's really uh, a huge blessing for me. And I can't, that, can't let go that easily. So pride probably would be one of the things that I should really get rid of. So the Lord talked to me that, in that um, pilgrimage, that if I wanted to love him, I love my family. So, but then when I gave that up, that's when I really started to think like, you know, parang maliba, tama ba, or something. So yun, uh, postpartum depression is the number one turning point for me. And I really sought God's help, everybody's, even I, I asked for, ano eh, yung um, psychologist's um, advice, because I really needed help, professional's help because I can't really decide on my own. So I think postpartum depression is where um, I was brought to this point. The most painful thing for me. Of course, marami pa mga sumunod, no? Pero I should say that that's one of the biggest things for me, why I was, I am who I am now. Oh, pero ano, kasi it's also amazing that, yes, you had, ano, postpartum depression back then. And then you left your corporate work, diba, setting ego aside. And then pumasok ka na sa work from home, so entrepreneurship. It's still a big jump given that you had postpartum. And ano, I can just imagine how difficult that was. So how were you mm-hmm. able to transform that kind of pain into, into your power? You know, very beautiful story that I have to share with you. Because of that pain, God revealed to me one talent that I didn't know I have, writing. <laughs> because this is the thing, I, I didn't really intend to write books. Never in my wildest dream. Although back then when I was in my elementary days, my school teachers would always, you know, 
uh, have me um, in in front of these judges to write essay in in the essay contest, and I always win. I would always win. But it was not really something that I'd like to do. I mean, you know, even my parents told me, well, not my parents, but my relatives told me, why not do journalism? Because we think you are good at this. You're good at communicating. You're good at this. I said, no, I, don't. I, I just probably, I like to be a the medical doctor because probably na influence ako ng parents ko, no? And plus, the, siguro nga sabi, oh, gusto ko maging doctor, Anna, kasi baskets pa ako that, that time. Eh. Oh, ganda nga, no? may doctor sa unahan. Pero nung time na yun, when I was seeking for help, you know, Google is very um, very useful sa atin in just matter of you typing what to do. Lahat na lang pwede mong itanong nandun kay Mr. Google. So how to um, resolve postpartum depression? Mga nakita ko doon na answers is talk to a professional and uh, seek help and medication. So, and there's what it that struck me write it down so i started to journal to uh, like a uh, like everyday journaling ako, journaling alam mo nung time na after breastfeeding my child so i would put him to sleep sabi kong ganun parang something liberates my part of me is being liberated from out in the open sabi ko sarap pala na nagsusulat ka na tuloy-tuloy na walang inhibition walang 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 anything kumbaga kasi Although my husband was very, very supportive, but iba pa rin yung parang nakikipag-usap ka sa something or a medium na nakakaintindi sa'yo. Pero at that point, na parang feeling ko naintindihan ako ng computer. <laughs> na wala pumipigil sa akin. Na walang... Uh, kasi in, during that time when I was, you know, telling my story or my feelings towards sa, sa husband ko, na alam mo yung mga lalaki kasi they just, okay, okay. So I want something. I, I, I want... Parang there's something more that I wanted to get from you. I know you're just nodding your head. There's something more that I'd like to 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 see from you. Yung affirmation o yung, alam mo yun, parang hindi enough. So I look for more ways. And at that time, nahihiya pa ako makikommunicate sa mga moms din because I, I was afraid to be to be judged or probably sabi, ang arte mo naman, parang you're just making to, so dramatic out of what, ganon. So sabi ko, might as well just write it down, which I did. So, without realizing na yung palang kakasulat ko everyday, ano na siya, ang haba na. Pinakita ko siya doon sa isang friend ko. Sabi niya, ba't hindi magawing book? Sabi, just go, book? Parang naman ano naman yung tsura ng book na yun. Parang nahiya naman ako. Sabi ko, no, I'm not a writer. I have no background of, you know, writing or anything like that or journalism. Like, so, no, no. So, pero pinag-isipan yun na parang na-instill sa akin, parang may seed na narasakan, oh nga, no. Subukan ko kaya. So, ginawa ko, I did it on my own. In-explore ko ang Amazon. So, naghara ko ng VA to help me with the the photo and all that. Actually, my husband took the photo of my first cover. So, yun. To cut the story short, I was able to publish my first, very first book on my own. As in, wala. As in, talagang, in-apply ko lang siya sa Amazon 2012. So, that's how I got started with, you know, really writing books. And then, after that, nag-write na uli ako. And then, nag-write. Ngayon, naka-almost seven na ata ako na books. So yon. Nice. Um, to cut it short, how I was able to get my pen into power is to 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 discover your talent, the God-given talent that can be useful to to some to people. Writing is one of the avenues I found. It's great. It's like a revelation. Eventually, in the journey, in your journey, pa nagrevelian, and mm-hmm. it's God's leading. Na you use this medium, and you're inspiring a lot of 
moms, a lot of uh, people nowadays with your books, you are a best-selling author. And yeah, I've been following you as well. So I know how your journey and how these books influence a lot of people's lives. And what people see nowadays is your success, eh? your, ano, your peak. But uh, we just also want to know, ano po yung mga initial challenges na na-encounter nyo? Especially when you're, sabi nyo nga po, nagsimula kayo na kayo lang ang nag-publish ng book nyo. How, how was it able to grow na ngayon, marami na po talagang may alam. Every time na naglo-launch kayo, may mga nakaabang na rin. So, mm-hmm. ano po yung initial nyo pong ano, mga pinagdaanan before? Ayun. Uh, relating to what to business or is it what do you mean by yung, and, yung uh, when you start with the uh, ano po uh, entrepreneurship with the book with the book or, or yeah working from home everything that initial challenges po when you start talaga on your own po na, na ano we do this career na finally i will take uh, make this happen na i will write my book and i will inspire people yeah Number one, fear. Fear kasi, kasi alam mo, uh, I, I was afraid to be judged, to be, you know, laughed at or to be rejected and at the same time to be blamed. Especially when I, I was thinking at that time, I was in the very good position in, in my employment, in the corporate world, then all of a sudden I just dumped it. Sabi ko, tama ba yung decision ko? Was I really irresponsible of just letting my husband uh, have his own income and not supplement by, because that's what I want, work from home. Could be my ego again. But, and at the same time, um, I was confused also na parang, um, parang tama ba yun na, just because I wanted to prove something that I can do it? Or parang mga ganun. Marami akong iniisip at that time. And at the same time, in the process of transitioning from corporate to work from home is my ability to mix work and family. Na minsan, I tend to just think na nakakalimutan ko na kailangan ko pala na. Kaya the, re- the very reason why I transition is to take care of my children. Just be- but, but because I was too... And grow sa aking work from home activities. Minsan, to, to admit it, I know it's not just me, but anak, mamaya na, may ginagawa pa si mami. Alam yun? And minsan, nami-mix ko siya. Instead of me just working from the corporate world 9 to 5, ngayon hindi, minsan 8 to 8. And I get mixed up with, you know, what's work, what's not work, what's family, and what's entertainment, and all that. So to me, priority-wise, priority matrix ko, it was a mess when I was still starting at, because at that time, wala akong mentor. That's one, one lesson, wala akong mentor. And I, I just did it on my own. I relied on my own capacity. So I really messed up. First, you know, few months, I would say the first two years, I messed up. And the, the expectations I had at that time was really not so huge. Na parang, sabi ko, parang talagang mali ang ginawa ko. <laughs> Ano mali yung ginawa ko? Na may mga ganun akong moments na I was really asking God, parang mali yata yung in-advise mo sa akin o siguro mali ako ng pagkadinig sa'yo or pagkaintindi sa sinabi mo sa akin na ganito. I had those moments. But at the end of the day, I would go back to again to my heart na parang I, this is what I believe that the Lord talks to us through our hearts, not here. Although we have to make use of our own minds as well, you know, due diligence. But the, our God talks to us through our hearts. Where you are at peace, where you are at, you know, in harmony with every, you know, um, the blessing that He gives you, 
So yun, minsan talaga the, the enemy works in ways that, you know, just to confuse us. That's, I think, I've learned in the process, you know, hiring mentors and at the same time, street, spiritual director, na also opened my, my mind that, oh yeah, it could be a trap also of the enemy, na, you know, you're just being uh, um, made to get confused so that you are not, you, you, you lose your, your track. Parang you're on your way, the enemy is seeing you, you're on the right path, but then, nililito ka lang. So, may mga ganun akong moments na talagang nagsisisi ako, tapos, um, tama ba yun? Takot, in a way. And, and that's normal. I would say it's really normal. Hindi, mm-hmm. kasi ano rin eh, parang in your journey, you went against the convention. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure there were really a lot of um, self-doubts and questions happening there. But mm-hmm. it's really great that at the end of the day, you would still listen to your heart and, you know, listen to to what God is prompting you towards. And I believe it was all worth it, especially now if you make your life review and, you know, acknowledge that there were so many people that you have touched and you have made such an impact in their lives. So I still believe that the fear was worth it and you were, you you overcame it in, in so many ways. Um, but now that you have reached this level of success, What's the what's the best practices or the advice that you could give to those who are working from home right now, even if they're starting or parang ilan years na? Ano ba ano yung pinaka best advice or tip that you could give to them? Well. Now, back then, because work from home idea is not really a, a not so popular thing, like you know, not so welcome idea. But during this pandemic, it's I think it's not just a necessity but a privilege. And what I would say to everyone who has the ability or has the the chance to work from home, you love and embrace it. Why? Because not everyone has that option. So I was just feeling so blessed that I was prepared by God like way back. So that's why when this work from home idea was introduced now, like, you know, everyone is jumping from corporate, from commute to telecommute. Now, hey, I'm already here. (laughs) I have been doing it for years since 2000 when officially I became a stay-at-home mom, 2016. That's when I really had my, you know, um, parang covenant with God that I wanted to be an officially stay-at-home mom August 16, 2016. That's the good thing also about having yourself like a commitment, like, you know, a timeline, a definite date as to when you're going to do it. You just don't say, oh, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom or I'm going to be doing this business in two years. No, you do it like, you know, December 1st, 2025 or whatever the case may be. You have to put um, a timeline, like, you know, a definite date. So number one is to love and embrace it. As I said, not everyone is given the chance, especially for our frontliners, and I salute them. I really, I really, really respect them like so highly that even if they, you know, they'd love to do that, they don't have the, the option because that's the nature of their job. So if you're in that position right now, whoever is listening, and you, have, you are given the opportunity to work from home, then thank God and thank the people who put you there. You know, not it's not it's a blessing, it's a privilege. Number two is to make the most out of that. To me, 
uh, of course, family first to me. It's like after having um, accomplished this much now and I wanted to accomplish more, it's not because of I want more, but I wanted to share more. Now that people are asking for not just financial you know, support, but just like this, you're asking me to share my story. It's because I have the, the luxury of time that I can say yes right, right now to you, right? So not only in the means of financial, as I said, but time and talent. I can coach. I've been coaching moms for free sometimes, you know, if that's something that I've been called to do, then why not? So the reason why I'm doing this is to give back. So those who are listening as well, I mean, you know, if you have the opportunity to do that, then please do so, especially now. This is the most, you know, the time that we really need to share and, and, and have and, and have what, and I mean, to share what we have, because not everyone has the, you know, the luxury of doing this. Kasi lahat tayo nag-struggle in different areas. Hindi lang pera. Some, some have lost their loved ones. Some have lost their jobs, of course. So tayo na may capacity to at least share what we have. Even feeling natin, tayo nga to, tayo, meron din tayo pangangailangan, pero bigay natin din sa, sa kanila. So yun, number one, sabi ko nga kanina, is um, to embrace and love it. Number two is make the most out of it. And that's right. And uh, as we're listening sa inyo pong story, it's like you're living an ikigai lifestyle right now. The lifestyle that you have that passion in you, you have that purpose, you are also profitable in the process, and at the same time, piece of cake na siya sa inyo. Kasi nga, you're doing this for a long time na, this work from home activities. And now you're inspiring a lot of, uh, not only moms, but a lot of uh, people nowadays, Filipinos as well, with the uh, books that you're creating. And yeah, habang kami, nakikinig din po kami ngayon, ha, we are really also inspired sa inyong story. The greed that you have and also the faith, of course, uh, having uh, also listening with God's words and messages in your life. Ngayon po, no, uh, you're, you're in this peak of success. Uh, also, we see that you are also in the Kaizen or continuous growth. Kaya, um, we want to ask po, ano po yung inspiration nyo? What inspires you nowadays to actually continue what you do nowadays and help more people, help moms? And you see, meron pa po kayong bagong course na i-release and then maybe create more books pa in the future. Of course, uh, this is not to influence what I believe. Number one is God for me. And I have really, um, parang napatunayan ko na talagang agent siya. Even if I sometimes fail to not call him just because I rely on my own stuff. Agent siya talaga. And that really, especially now, sa nangyayari sa atin na even if you think you're the smartest person in the world or you have the most, you know, wealth, pero you cannot really make stop the virus, right? So, wala ka pa rin power, your, your power is limited. To me, God is still on the throne. He sees everything. He sees the bigger picture. He sees every single thing why these things are happening right now. So, to me, God did not put me here for nothing just to fill up the space. Parang dyan ka lang, Ana. Parang may, meron akong um, mission unique to me na, na sa akin lang niya binigay na hindi magagawa ng iba. Hindi ko sinasabing just because the limitations of talents. No, it's not that. 
all of us are being sent here not just to fill up the space, but Miss Michelle, you have your own purpose. You have your own reason why you exist. And even you, Miss Shimi, you have your own. That's unique to you. And I believe I have my own. And I have discovered that through my journey. And nag-inspire sa akin na I was able to be put in that situation, a painful situation first, because God will use that for me to teach other people how to get past that as well. So from, he made me a mom because that's my role. That's my divine role, of course. That's, that's why I am, when I, I am being introdu- introduced to, let's say, ganito, I'd love to be called, uh, so ma- uh, who are you? I, I don't, of course, I appreciate yung mga achievements, but my best achievement is being a mommy. I'd love to be, Anna and mommy are just, parang ano lang siya, parang one word to me. So, mommy is my best um, achievement so far. So, being a mom and and what inspires me, of course, God, number two is my family. Kasi you can relate with me if I say, family talaga. Why we do the things we do now is because our family, of our family, di ba? Mga OFWs natin, they go to, to different places abroad just because of their families, right? So, number three is I know there are a lot of um, mothers, not just mothers now, women per se, so to speak, na struggling. Na to me kasi, mommy is not just having a child of your own, but mommy is someone who takes care of another person, be it a pamangkin or, or a kapatid. You're a mom. Mothering kasi is nurturing. That's the other way to say it. Now, it does, you don't have to give birth like, you know, biologically give birth to uh, another person or a baby, but you are actually nurturing another soul, another body. So, in fact, we, we self-mother, we nurture ourselves. That's why there's such a thing as called self-mothering. So, yun, na I know maraming tao ang nangangailangan ng, ng the same answers for the questions that they had before na paano ako magiging ganito paano ako makaka-transition sa ganito ang problema kasi walang income walang ganon kasi i believe na halos lahat ng mam nakilala ko if they have the chance or the opportunity na kumita ng pera sa bahay they will do that they will just you know uh, leave their corporate jobs and stay at home and be with their children i'd say yes mm-hmm. Oh, actually, ano, amazing Ren, that um, when you mentioned that, parang God use your pain and use your experience so that you could also help other other women who are going through the same kind of pain. I, I really resonate with that because um, for the longest time, when I do my counseling or when I do my coaching, I also mm-hmm. notice that the persons, the people who approach me are those who have gone through the things that I had gone through. And you know, it's just amazing how God works to, to move our lives or to bring people into, into our lives so that we could help them. So yep. you know, I could completely resonate with that. Um, in terms of success, because of course, you're, you're also enjoying success, right? not just not just as an entrepreneur, but also as a mother. What do you think are the values that you have that are the biggest factor for you to be a successful mom, to be a successful entrepreneur, and those values that you share to to the women 
who who are looking up to you. Mm-hmm. There are three things that really come up to my mind. Number one is humility. Well, humility means that we have to admit the fact to the fact that we cannot be successful on our own. That we need, you know, help. And asking for help is not a weakness, but rather a courage. Courage, you know, uh, admitting to yourself that you know what I need some help. I need some help. Parang pagbumuto tayo sa doctor, di ba? Na Lord, uh, I mean, doc, gusto kailang ko ng tulong. Just because you cannot do it on your own, you're not a doctor. You would go to the experts. So that's what I have discovered so far. Na parang I was doing stuff on my own, and you know, I messed up. So. Para sa akin, kasi may mga, of course, we have our own talents, sets of talents and uniqueness, but hindi lahat ng heirs alam natin. And that's what I have learned so far. Now, I try to do a lot of things on my own. Sabi ko, kailangan, alam ko to, alam ko to, alam ko to. Pero only to bring like mess in the end na parang, you cannot just do that. Be, ang, ang, ang bottom line dyan is be best in one thing, one great thing, and then delegate the rest. You know, nakita ko, nagbabasa ko ng mga biography ng mga successful people. They're just very good at one. And then the rest, they just let others do that for them. Let's say, ang, ang, ang gift ko is communication. I'll be very good at that one area. And then yung mga, yung mga let's say, sa, sa entrepreneurship, yung Facebook ads or whatever. I don't like that technical stuff. I just hire people to do that for me because or else my main gift will be jeopardized because that's what God wanted me to do, and then delegate the rest. So number one, humility, you ask for help. Number one, that you have to admit that you cannot do it on your own. And success is a collaboration of people helping you to be there, okay? Number two is prudence. When I say prudence, that you know you have to exercise also due diligence that you decide something, you know, you don't judge, you don't just jump right into a decision without um, exercising due diligence, as I said, to investigate further and try to say no if you if you must. And I've I've um, experienced a lot of you know painful events in my life when I would rather say yeah I would say rather than saying no because I wanted to please people, and in the end it hurt me. It not just hurt me, but you know my family, you know the um, my time with them should have been. Na, na, ano, na compromise. And you cannot be everything to everyone. <laughs> so, alam mo yun, na, um, akala mo you're trying to help them, but you're not. You're actually tolerating their laziness and all that. So, um, kailangan mo ng prudence. You balance things out. That's my, my, my thing. Balancing things out. Number three is, uh, ano pa bang? Generosity, as I always say, that we have gifts, we have the blessings, not to keep for ourselves, but to share it. And I would always go back to the parable of the talents na si Lord binigyan tayo yung sabi ng master, binigyan siya ng one, two, and five. And then, anong ginawa ng isa? Tinago lang. Yung dalawa na magkasunod, nag-double. Just because, ano, may ginawa sila eh. So, same thing with us. Sa so time natin, treasure, and um, uh, talents natin, kailangan natin i-share para dumami. Para mas mag-double or else mawawala. Let's say, Pag marunong kang kumanta, hindi mo yan in-improve. Mawawala na lang yan eh. I can feel it sa akin na kasi my first love is dancing. <laughs> and then I forgot about that. Ngayon parang hindi na ako marunong eh kasi I'm not really improving that. Kasi hindi na parang naiba na ang, alam mo yun, ang priorities. Pero it's not probably my passion. 
na through the years I was trying to dance again but then sabi ko para iba na yung movement na katawan ko hindi ko na magawa yung dati na gracefulness so ganun, you have to really be um, mindful of the gifts you have and then improve it and then at the same time you give it away you share it that's right so tama po kayo it's about giving it's about also giving chance to yourself to be humble and accept accept uh suggestions and humility mm-hmm. po talaga it's one thing then na nakatulong din for me uh transitioning then resonate po ako din transitioning from a career na technical to something na work from home ang, ang daming setbacks but it's great to be humble to acknowledge that god wants you to do something else and this mm-hmm. something else can help people go and know more about him parang we are just instruments to radiate god's love to these people yeah. na talagang ano uh, he's just using us as instruments and with these interviews us sharing the stories of uh, the guests uh, it's just god's way to let the people mm-hmm. know that you can also move forward in your life whatever struggles you have right now you can do it because other people can you can do so I, i'm very happy na As we are uh, continuing this interview, there's a lot of lessons here, golden nuggets that the audience can really uh, have this, their takeaways. And now po na, tama po kayo, these three values, something that we can really instill in our hearts uh, coming from successful people like you po. And we're just uh, curious then for your definition of success. Uh, what is success for you and what are your metrics for success? How many of you have or measured for the past years of your life? Uh-huh. Well, ang success is different. It's a broad to me, very broad word for me. Um, I was like, you know, have, I had this notion before that when you have big fat, you know, bank account, like bank account, and then fancy cars, and big house, and any, you know, this, this, mga, mararaming mga, mga material things, which are not bad. I mean, who, does, who doesn't like that? I do like it. <laughs> Gusto ko yan. Pero as I mature, ang success sa akin ay iba eh. When, and I've been asked that several times. Sabi ko, alam mo, ang success para sa akin is ito. Itong ginawa ko na nag-transition ako. Ang pangarap ko lang dati when I had my pain na from suffering from postpartum depression is to be a stay-at-home mom. And then being able to to support my husband um, financially and then uh, raise the, our kids and do what I love. And to me, that's my definition of success to me because I was able to do that. Now, and... Uh, getting past that definition sa aking personal success is to help others do the same. So, and and that coincides with the God-given purpose for me. Na, He uses me, my story, and at the same time, teach other people how to do that. Because I know it's not, my situation is not unique to me. A lot of people or a lot of moms are struggling the same struggles just like what I had. So to me, uh, being able to, to be to experience my own journey and at the same time you know learn the lessons from that and then take that lessons to to another level by teaching other people do that that's what success means to me parang dalawang levels i was able to do it myself and then teach other people as well so that's success to me and then um sabi ni brother bo sanchez who is one of my mentors is um 
when you serve, money will follow. Now, because I'm teaching that and I'm creating some avenues where I, where I can also monetize that, and I don't think it's bad because, of course, at the end of the day, we need to survive. And I use my talent and then I use my resources also to, like the courses that I do, I have um, those courses that I use as the avenues for them to be able to, how to transition and make money out of, you know, the skills that I had from previous years or my experience and then the books that I that I wrote and a lot of things. So I teach them and then I, and it's a win-win for everyone. Um, and I believe this, I always tell this to my, you know, students, I know that God made us with two hands for a purpose. And I would demonstrate this, you know, when I was doing this virtual coaching that one hand is for you to touch you, to help yourself. And one hand is to extend to other people to help. It's not about you, me, 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 or you, 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 you. It's not balanced. So to me, we have two hands. We don't have, you know, ilong natin isa lang, right? Pero yung kamay natin dalawa to help you and to help others. Not ito lang, hindi balansi yon or siya lang. So, and God is just so wise with why he made us this. Like, we have two eyes, two ears, one mouth, two hands. And I was given that wisdom, Lord, bakit dalawa yung kamay ko? Kasi yung isa para sa'yo. As you help yourself, you help others as well. And that's what I'm implementing in what I do now as an entrepreneur, as a mom, as a serial mommy entrepreneur. That, you know, I'm not a charitable institution. I also have to make a living out of what I have, which is not bad. That's why we, you know, we are given talents. But at the same time, we share what we have. We have different avenues that I, like, just like what I do, I support, you know, um, institutions that need help financial support advice i do that and at the same time i also help my family so i can feed them as well so which is the practical thing to do so yun para sa akin ganun na um yung success is two things for me i was able to do it for me and for others and the way you 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 make use of that analogy is to you look at your hands as you help yourself you help others as well perfect as in super perfect because you, you were in your journey, you have experienced the kind of success na finances, material wealth, and that's perfectly valid. Because everyone has to has to have those provisions met in their lives. But you've also reached a certain level of success wherein your definition became more of extending your help or being of service to others and that's wonderful to see na yung yung ano yung takbo ng ng buhay and pero let's sige let's go to the ano yung sa first level of success the other one wherein you have to help yourself because i'm sure even here in the philippines a lot of work from home moms are really helping their husbands to supplement the financial needs of, of their family so yes. what what tips can you give or what are the best ways for, for them to create multiple income streams para, para naman makaginhawa rin sila? Okay, I have three things to really give you, like a practical advice for those. Because the first thing na nagiging hindrance natin to get started with something is, ah, walang money, walang capital, ganun agad eh. But actually, if you come to think of it, ganito yung tatlong bagay lang. Number one is look for what's available right now. Like, you know, 
we are given talents or anything that we can do on like ngayon what you have for example siguro naman yung mga nanay na nakikinig sa atin marunong ka magluto why not make use of that talent magluto ka magtinda ka and make use of that just to earn something just start something little kasi ang ang tendency natin tayo mga i'm one of that na guilty ako diyan na pagka na second business big agad eh Parang, whoa, kailangan, meron akong 100,000, 200,000 to get started with the business. But without you just realizing it, pwede ka mag-start ng business mo like 500 pesos. Sabihin mo na, mag-start mo na kaya ako magdinda ng kakanin kasi marunong ako eh. Or marunong ako mag-bake ng pandesal. I've been seeing a lot of people now na yung nag-i-innovate. Kasi, lalo sa sitwasyon natin ngayon, na hindi ka pwedeng lumabas masyado. So why not innovate at sabi uh, para mag mag yung pandesal na ano ba yan yung um, ube pandesal ba yan ube I'd left to <laughs> oh, oh yun yun sabi oh sabi ko grabe the parang there's an uh, instant entrepreneur agad ang dami the people ang maganda sa Pilipino kasi napakaano napaka-creative gamitin mo yun gamitin mo yun na kung anong meron ka what's available na kaya mong gawin ngayon na ready na mag-decide ka magtinda ka Who cares? Just to basta legitimate and hindi nakakasakit ng kapa, why not? So if you love to bake or you can bake or you can um, cook ulam, magtinda ka ng ulam. Okay? Mm-hmm. Number two is uh, look for something that you love to do. It doesn't necessarily na alam mo agad. For example, uh, yung passionate, passionate na passionate ka na, na hindi mo siya agad alam. Halimbawa ako, gusto kong um, ano ba, Passionate ako sa pagkanta. Pero alam ko, hindi pa ako masyadong magaling dyan. So, why not develop that passion? And then monetize mo. Mag-offer ka ng services mo. Or let's say, marunong ka magsulat. Alam mo yan, passion mo yan. Develop mo. Marami ngayon, lalo, I think this is the best time to make use of that talent because uh, ang mga companies ngayon, that's why transcription is really, really in-demand. Kaya, kaya parang kahit ang dami-dami kong ginagawa, napilitan talaga ako na mag-create ng general transcription course kasi ang dami nagtatanong. And sabi ko, this is the time, the best time for me to create that course kasi medical transcription talaga yung courses ko na minamarket. Eh. Pero sabi ko, and people are like, wala kami medical background. So, okay, there's a solution to that. General transcription is a solution to that and I can do that. So, ginagawa ko yun ngayon. So yun yung something na na ano na, na gusto mo magsulat, gawin mo. I-offer mo yung services mo sa ibang tao, sa mga business, sa start startups na pwede kang makipag-negotiate ng you know, yung ng talent mo, gamitin mo yun. And then number three is um yung something na hindi mo pa alam, hindi ka naman pa-passionate, pero yung willing ka na pag-aralan. Let's say online marketing is a very trending stuff right now. Para, although it may be painful in the fir- uh, sa first time, pero yung willing ka na, ano, just to, to, to have food on the table. Alam mo yun na, ngayon wala na tayong opportunity to really be selective eh. Kasi our, our main goal is to survive at this time. That's, sorry to, for the term that survival mode tayo ngayon eh. Ang ano natin is, um, kailangan natin gawin natin lahat nating makakaya para kumita ng pera. Legitimately and legally, of course. Um, kasi, or else, we'll die. Either two ways lang, COVID or hunger. <laughs> right? That's the reality of it all. And um, ang may advantage ngayon, yung mga kaya, they can afford to just don't work because they have prepared noon pa. 
but now na ganito tayo sa sitwasyon na ganito na, na ito totoong where we are trapped in the pandemic so mag-isip ka ng something that you have to go outside of your comfort zone na, i really have to do this so again i have to summarize number one is what you know what's available to you right now make use of that number two is what you are passionate about na kahit hindi mo pa alam na ipursu mo yung passion mo ngayon Number three is what you are willing to learn. So I think we are all in the same spot na nasa reset mode tayo eh. Now we cannot really move. Ang maganda niyan, if you get started with these three things right now, then when everything goes back to normal, and I do believe that it will, it will because God is in control, that you are ready to just fly and everything is normal. And, you know, all the challenges are temporary, but God is permanent that's what i am really so um I'm, i'm believing that that negativity won't help same energy positivity same energy why not go to the positivity yet right so you know sa akin yeah we love that we love that part that talagang let's stay positive because yes god is in control and it seems like wala na tayong excuses wala na tayong excuse uh, on how we can survive nowadays. Kasi nga, sabi nga, sa atin pa lang, you can start with what you know, with what you have, what you can do, and then also learn, take action. Kung may nakita kang ano, interviews, definitely marami na kayong natututunan na opportunities, no? Uh, with these QIB interviews. Learn. Learn from these uh, mentors. Maganda nga, may mga coaches na ngayon. Eh. Di ba dati, sabi nga ni Coach Ana, ang hirap nung umpisa, nang wala silang makita mentors. Ngayon, ang dami na nila. And you just need to search. No excuses anymore. And yun nga po, no? ang dami lang kasing tao ngayon. They are like uh, overestimating the short-term goals they have and underestimating the long-term goals. Yun naman mm-hmm. yung nangyayari ngayon sa mga Filipino. Uh, hindi lang sa Pilipino, it's general. Sa lahat ng mga, ano, may mga goals in life. They want to be successful. Pero na, yun nga po yung nangyayari. And in the journey, in their journey, magkaroon lang ng failure, sumusuko na. That's why marami rin po ngayon nagsasabi na, you know, you, you need to have that big why first. Yung kailangan mong malaman kung ano yung why mo para hindi ka kaagad sumuko. And sa inyo po, sa inyo po Coach Ana, ano po ba yung biggest why or big why nyo before? That's why kahit ang dami nyo pong challenges or setbacks nung nag-uumpisa kayo, you still continue and ngayon na-achieve nyo na pong saan kayo ngayon. Family talaga. Family. To me, it's non-negotiable because at the end of the day, even if you're the most successful person in the world, but your relationships with your family and your loved ones is a failure, I don't think it's uh, called a success anymore. So family to me. Yeah, thank you. And definitely, marami pong makaka-resonate po dyan na family. Tama po, Miss Michelle. <laughs> yes. Oo, hindi kasi ano naman eh, Um, Filipinos are very family oriented. Yep. Ano naman? We we all know that. Um, basa magkabaryo. Ah, uh, mukhang relative natin. Ha, nakikinig ko na 'di ba? Automatic yeah. 'yun eh. So, parang uh-huh. 'yun yung sinasabi ng mga dayuhan na you're not really nationalistic, but <laughs> parang yep. ma-probinsya, parang ganoon. Maano. Yep, yep. It's really about the extended family, the family and it's i wouldn't want to say it's uh it's a dis- disadvantage or a cons about being a filipino pero i think it's something that 
we we should be proud of that we are very family oriented and our, our sense of peace would always come from the family diba? Yeah. In, in any sakuna in any disaster a filipino would panic if they don't hear anything about their relatives kung okay ba yes. pero once na kumpleto uh, boy lahat uh, okay sige peace na ganon so that's that's really you know so i am not really surprised why you're why it is your family and that's non-negotiable for all of us so for those who are watching or listening right now ano always go back to your why pag nahihirapan yeah. na kayo you still continue um yeah. it's always worth it when the ones who are going to benefit from all the hard work is your family And of course, there's also God because we all do these things for for His glory. And Coach Anna, ito, sige. Um, if you're going to talk to to a really large audience and share something truly valuable during these times of pandemic, what will it be that you're you're going to tell them? Well, I have three things. I will, you know, I'll, I'll not get tired of, you know, telling you this. Number one is we need God. We cannot really, you know, just deny the fact that, you know, you can sustain on your own. That, you know, walang magawa ang science, walang magawa ang mga mayayaman, walang magawa ang maruno to stop this pandemic right now. Okay? And it's only through God's will and God's provision and God's superpowers that he can stop this right away. But he has a reason why it's this is happening right now and that we have to really be mindful why. And I think to us, to, to me, I mean, personally, there's a lesson behind it. Number one is, gusto niyang malaman natin na he's there on the throne na siya talaga ang may control, that you cannot control every, yung mga galaw mo. Of course, we have some stuff that we can, you know, we can control our body. I mean, our weight, we can control that by not eating too much or, you know, having, that's, that's you know, ano yun, common sense yan. Pero there are some stuff that we cannot, that beyond our, our, our knowledge, our understanding that we can, you know, sometimes it doesn't make sense. Right, ka dito? Parang, kasi limited ang ating ano eh ang ating um ang being bilang tao kaya nga tayo tao we're not god we're not supernatural so we need god number one, to me we have to accept the fact that there's somebody may mga tao kasi na you know uh, sa kanila sa spirituality kasi hindi naman ibig sabihin god is god talaga yung iba kasi nature it can be something but but there's something above you higher than you are than higher than you are that you know it can be in the form of god it can be in the form of nature or anything para sa akin, there's something above us, and to me, it's God. We need God. Number two is, um, we have we have to have that attitude of gratitude. And that propels us to, to, to change the perspective of life. Now, for example, uh, marami ang nawalan na trabaho, marami nawalan na mahal sa buhay, but the fact that nandito tayo, we have to be grateful na, hey, thank God, I'm still alive today. That we have a purpose to fulfill, that I'm still breathing, not every single thing that we have right now is God's provision. Okay? The air we breathe, although we don't see, it's God's provision. Or else, tanggalin mo yung oxygen. Remember, sa COVID na patients, pagka nag-deplete na ang oxygen level mo, you have to be given oxygen, right? 
bibilin mo yon. But our air now is like you know, it's free to breathe. So you have to be grateful from that alone, from opening your eyes to expiring in the night. Lord, thank you for everything. Lahat, thank you. And sabi nga sa Romans 8.28 that all things work for good for those who love Him. So, big sabihin ng lahat, kasama doon ang challenges. Remember, when I had my pain from suffering, suffering from postpartum depression and all the pains I've gone through is God's way to 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 um to bring me here or else wala akong story na i-share. Wala akong story na sasabihin sa inyo na impart na parang boring ang buhay ko. Wala akong something na to learn from me kasi or else my my life is perfect or para sabihin hindi kami makaka-relate sa iyo kasi ang perfect ng buhay mo ana. Parang paano kami makaka paano kami makikinig sa parang ang galing mo ganun eh. No, sa akin talagang marami pa akong challenges actually. That's not Kumbaga, in terms of entrepreneurship, relationships, financial, ang dami. If I can tell you, no, I can make a book out of it. Actually, I'm I'm making a book out of that. Nga, lost and found yung bago kong book. Um, kasi because of this pandemic. So it's I'm actually writing it right now. And I'm hoping to to release it next year. Early next year. Kasi sabi ko kay Lord, humingi ako ng, ano sa kanya, ng wisdom sa kanya. Okay, Lord, what's next? Okay, what's next? So I'm, you know, I'm living by the day. And talking about that, living by the day is living in the now, yung aking third na lesson or what I wanted to tell you or the audience if I'm giving the opportunity to speak is to live in the now. Because the reality is we don't know if tomorrow may come or tomorrow will come. So let the, um, our worries, you know, just, Stay stuck there and then move on. So, Lord, ano magagawa ko ngayon to bless my family, myself, and other people? Ngayon. And then as you... Kasi masyado tayong, ano, kinukomplicate natin ang buhay natin. Just ko, thank, although sa financial literacy kasi, we do that. We I used to be a financial planner here, but I stopped because I have so many things, but my husband's still a financial planner here. Parang sabi ko, okay, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, your what your retirement looks like, okay yun. Pero, ang ibig ko sabihin is, isipin mo yung ano yung pwede mong gawin today. Kasi, Uros, baka mamaya after this interview, I'm gone. You know, you know mga ganun bagay. That's the reality of it all. Make the most out of what you have to do now or what you can do now. Give in the now. So, again, I'll have to um, say them again. Number one is to Acknowledge that we need God. Number two is to have an attitude of gratitude. And number three is to live in the now. Those three things for me. Nice. And daming learnings. Miss Michelle, kahit ako, uh, kami, Miss Michelle, Uh-oh. now we are stunned. We are really listening. And yeah, there are a lot of learnings, golden nuggets. So I think it's parang maganda rin po na magbigay din tayo ng main takeaways natin, Miss Michelle. Uh-oh. With this, you know, interview. Okay, how do I summarize everything that I've learned? Ano, but, um, kasi ako ah, I really admire people who who take action. You know, because um, it's one thing to to listen to God or to pray and ask for things from Him. Pero pag nandyan na opportunity in front of you, will you let your fear or doubt overcome, ano, parang tataluin, tatalunin ka ba nun? So, it really also takes a lot of courage for for people to to take action and to answer that call. Diba? Um, so, I, I really admire Coach Anna for for 
for being that person who who yes despite the fears you still take action and have that courage to to continue on and it's beautiful that um god is always at the center of your life and that you you have this sense of gratitude with everything despite the despite the hardships that you had in the past so that's that's i know that's really very admirable for me and anarin pero yung pinaka lasting yung ano yung sinabi niyo about living in the now um because that's also what i teach to to my ano to my counselees and to those um mentees who come to me because mindfulness is really about being present being mm-hmm. in the now you your past you don't need to go back to your past because your past is already in the present you're you right now because of your past so there's no need to cry over spilled milk or go back mm-hmm. and regret things in the past because ang ganda mo na ngayon because of your past and yep. there's also no need to really take a look so much at the future because you're doing things right now that's leading you towards the future that you want so as long as you're doing something and working in the now your future is okay na so mm-hmm. everything would follow so yung yung pinaka last na living in the now I, i really agree with that being a mindfulness coach and ano i, I hope that ano everyone also would also get their nuggets kasi you could listen to this twice thrice and every time you listen there will be another new takeaway kasi ganun siya karami ganun karaming laman ang ang podcast na to so ano how about Chini ito magaling rin to eh. i love she when when she ano when she shares her thoughts or her take on things also blows my mind away okay ngayon pa dami pong learnings with this interview and for me Uh, yung takeaways ko talaga dito, we have our stories. Binigyan tayo ng story ni Lord for to use this story to help other people as well. Parang yung ano nga, diba? we're not just teaching them, uh, we're not just giving them the fish, we're teaching them also to fish, uh, to get the fish. Parang ganun yan eh. You're, yung, yung two levels of success for Ma'am uh, Coach Anna and as well as... Um, yung mga sinabi ni Coach Ana kanina, nakaka-resonate talaga ako doon. Living in the now and just living a purposeful life. We are giving, we are, we are given our mess to become our message. And ganda, no? Kasi kay Coach Ana, nagiging books pa siya, nababasa talaga. And uh, it's not just, uh, hindi talaga ako, uh, when I learned that, hindi talaga tayo YOLO, yung you only live once. It's mm-hmm. all about you only die once. Kasi yes. we are living this legacy na itong mga ginagawang books, courses, these interviews, these are golden nuggets. May mga value dito na kahit yung sabi nga ni Coach Anna, anytime mawala tayo, at least we, are, we have this, we've done this to leave something sa people because all of this for God's greater glory lang din. And again, we're just His instruments to share this story. Siya yung ano, greatest director and author ng life natin. So I'm just grateful parang nare-remind ako with these realizations and and thankful din po Miss Michelle to have you as my co-host then and daming <laughs> learnings din from you. So, yeah. Oh my. Ako I am also so grateful to to have Shimi and of course Coach Anna with us here. And ano, 
siguro last party words from me then is yung sinabi ni Coach Ana, yung dalawang kamay, di ba? One is to extend help, to help others, ano? Pero yung isa, love yourself friend You have to serve yourself. If not, you won't be able to give. Or yep. mahirap magbigay kung wala ka. Wala diba? ka. Mm-mm. You cannot you cannot pour from an empty cup. Give if you don't love yourself. Because some, sometimes, kasi, ito yung misconception ng mga tao, if you love yourself, you're selfish. It's not. It's actually, loving yourself is loving others too. Kasi, if, let's say for instance, ako mom, and I don't love me, and I am angry at myself, what do you think I can give my children? Anger. What if I, you know, I say, you know, you, you know, Anna, you're a wonderful mom. You know, I when I go to the mirror and I say, you're just an amazing mom. You're an, um, a, a very wonderful mom. And that's what I'm going to spill over to my children because that's what I think about me and I love me. And that's what I'm also telling my students that self-love is actually, that's one of the things that, you know, key takeaways in The Mommy Can Buy Happiness. By the way, that book is inspired by um, Men Are From Mars. Uh, mm-hmm. Women are from Venus because I mm-hmm. read the book and then I wrote a letter to the author, Dr. John Gray, and I said I was inspired by your book and I made my own version where I highlighted the beauty of every woman in the world, especially mommies. And that's why I made that title, Mommy Can Buy Happiness, because I am sick and tired of people saying money can't buy happiness. And being a financial literacy advocate, so because hmm, that's not really a very good one. So I'm going to make use of that and then incorporate why women are wonderful gifts from God. So yeah, genuine secrets why we can buy a happy nest. So self-love is one of them. No, na spill na ako. So I say it's about secrets. So yun, um, that's very right. And um, I always highlight that to my ano, um, sa aking mga students na you really have to love yourself first before you can give it up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ano, kasi I also see that sa ano, sa sa hi-fi. <laughs> Ang dami talaga mga moms doon na parang may iyak ka na lang with all the sacrifices and suffering yes. that they're going through. Parang sa'yo, magkira ka naman sa sarili mo, di ba? Pero hindi ko masabi sa kanila ng diretsuhan. Um, but then, yes, that's so true. Coming from Coach Anna, who who have really experienced it and even wrote a book about it, that's that's authority for me. So, ano, mm-hmm. let's, ano, let's, This is an invitation for you to discern. And you know, I love our conversation. And you know, pag tinuloy-tuloy natin to, baka hindi tayo matapos. <laughs> for hours. I love it. <laughs> yes, oo. I really love this. And the the conversation is full of inspiration and motivation. And you'll really get tama si Shin, golden nuggets to. So, ang daming nuggets na to. So, Let's let's ano let's be thankful for for this opportunity and this chance to have Coach Anna with us. So, oh, my pleasure! Anytime you can call me tomorrow. I'm I'm okay. <laughs> All right. So that's it, everyone. Thank you so much, Queen Shee, Coach Anna, and of course the queens who are listening right now. Um, always have faith. There, ano, you, you can do it if you don't believe in in yourself. You know, there's a lot of people who believe in you. So find that belief in yourself. All right? So thank you so much, everyone. You are listening to the Queen's Podcast. We appreciate.
appreciate you for joining us in this fun and wisdom-filled episode of Queens and Biz. Now be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Okay, or you can also visit highfiqueens.com for resources related to today's episode. Again, that's H-I-F-I-Q-U-E-E-N-S, highfiqueens.com. Remember that you are beautiful, powerful, and can achieve anything that you want in life as long as you have the courage to pursue it. And we're here to support you in the Hi-Fi Network. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast because it helps us craft better content for you so we can support you and help you achieve your goal. So go ahead and do it now and we'll talk to you soon.